Good morning, family and friends. Thank you for joining me. This is Gail Manizak with City Changers, Illinois. Uh, we're going to be talking about today about a how how wonderful it would be, and we can have this, and that is like when life becomes difficult, when life has failed us several times, maybe, you know, maybe we've messed up, maybe we've mess up a perfect relationship or maybe you've you've uh you got bored in your job maybe you quit your job maybe you got fired from your job maybe your house is just too much for you your friends your family but maybe it's time to just get a brand new start how would that be I think for many of us, there are times in our lives that we've actually gotten a new start or had to take a new start. And and sometimes we were forced into it. Maybe it was with a messed up relationship. Um, it could have been any number of difficult things that circumstances that we might have been through. But a new start sounds really great. So, you know, Jesus, he... he what Jesus did on the cross over 2,000 years ago enables you. It enables you to have a new start even now. So, though many believers know this is a the truth, they still live beneath this truth every day because somehow the lie of the old life seems to just trap them or envelop them and envelop their soul. The the fact is the enemy of our soul knows if he can keep us looking back at the past that we would make little progress in the future, right? God has a beautiful future for us, but we're going to make little progress if we keep looking back. So we want to talk about that today. We all have a past, and, and for some of us, you know, it might be a memorable past and for others of us it might be a horrible past but whatever the past is like the enemy majors in causing us to indulge in whatever that was and causing us to to have our mind on that we serve a god that loves to plan ahead for his children and and scripture tells us that his plans are always good in the end see jeremiah 29 and 1 so I, I'm afforded the opportunity to tell you today that, that from a young person, mature and immature, strong and weak, but what I recognize is from the least to the greatest, the most common issues among them all is letting go of the past. So that's what we want to talk about today. Have you let go of the past? Because until you do that, there's no future, really. Amen? You can't be in two places at once. Does that make sense? I know in my younger years, I I spent a lot of time, wasted a lot of time and energy on what was and what could have been. But I'm grateful. I'm grateful for the present and I'm grateful for the bright future that God has for me. And not only for me, he has a great future and a bright future for you too. And I want to encourage you to take take your time and, and commit to stop looking backwards 
on the negatives in your life. You know, our memory is not the enemy, but the way that we use our memory will determine whether it's detrimental to us or not, the way that we use it. So when we look back on life, you know, it's for memories of seeing what God did and and how he has brought us through a lot of stuff. As you journey through life, you know, I want you to understand that a new start is available to you. No matter where you've been, no matter what you've done, Jesus died to save and give you a brand new start. You know, he specializes in new beginnings. Amen. You know, we can't look at every disappointment, every hurt, every pain as a, uh, we can actually look at it as not detrimental to us, but an opportunity to birth something new in our life. We do ourselves a great injustice when we look at God and we basically tie his hands. We basically lock God out when we keep looking back negatively. We were made to move forward. We were made to go forward and and it's time to stop looking back and to start going forward and we're going to do that. Amen. We're going to commit to that today. Looking back is basically a heart condition in the scriptures. It says in Proverbs 23 and 7, the scriptures teach us that a man think as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. That's what the Bible says. So if if we examine this closer, we can see that most of what we act out in life finds its origin in our thoughts. So day after day, whatever we ponder, whatever we meditate on, whatever we dwell on becomes a reality sooner or later. Our thoughts are powerful and they will eventually determine the future that we will experience. So have you ever heard the saying, you know, follow your heart? Well, there is so much truth wrapped up in that. And, and even the Bible talks about our heart following our treasure in Luke 12, 34. But our heart was made to follow the ultimate treasure, which is God himself. But only Jesus could give us the heart to understand that. And, and without this understanding, we will choose the riches of this world of, uh, or chase after the riches of this world and and the lesser values in this world. Amen. But there's more. God has more for us. If if we can just open ourselves up to that, if we could just open our faith up to that and believe. So looking back and living in the past constantly is, is a clear indication that you believe that your treasures are still buried there. There's no treasure there, let me tell you. The only treasure there is what you learned in the past, what you learned, what you developed in your character in the past. That is the only valuable thing in what is behind you, what is in your past. There was a woman in the Bible, uh, uh, she only went by the title of Lot's wife, and many of you have read about her if you've read the Bible. and. Her heart was so caught up in the treasures of this world that she could not see the 
the future that God had planned out for her. And I'm sure that many of you have heard of the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah and the destruction and the fire and the brimstone that rained down and ruined them. Well, Lot's wife lived there with her family, and though it was a place of much immorality and disgrace, actually, her heart was very much tied to it. Isn't that sad? She she knew God, but her heart was very much tied to this place, this immoral place, this disgraceful place. But because of the prayers of Abraham, God would save Lot and his family from this devastation. God allowed them enough time to escape with, with this instruction. He said, do not look behind you or stay anywhere in the plain. So... When I look back at my life, uh, that instruction was given in Genesis 19, verse 17. So when I look back in my life, and I'm so thankful that God brought me out of many situations that would have only resulted in my destruction. Destruction for me, destruction for my family had had I stayed there. But in the moment... Of, of having to leave behind people, having to leave behind possessions, having to leave behind relationships. You know, sometimes we hold close and dear to us. May, it may seem like the most challenging thing to do. But when you put your trust in the one, Jesus, who knows best the present pain, will eventually turn into the greatest gain in life. So in regard to Lot's wife's treasures, they were so buried in the city she had to leave behind that she was not willing to trust God with the future. And the Bible tells us that she was leaving the city. As she was leaving the city, she looked back and she was turned into a pillar of salt. Now, you know, These aren't just stories in the Bible. These really happen. This happened to her. God warned her. She didn't listen to the warning. The truth about looking back constantly and loving and living in the past is that it will drain the very life from you. You got to let it go. So we've got to heed the warning that uh, that God gives and make sure that our heart is not following the world, not following the ways of the world, not loving the ways of the world, but following Him. You know, we need to be praying, Holy Spirit, help me today to leave the past behind and lead me to that abundant life that is ahead of me. So when we look back and constantly dwell on the past, it it seems to offer us some sense of safety. And and I don't know why that is, because we've been, it was a part of us at, at one time. But when the past is over, the past is over. Even, even if the situation in the situation we were in was a dangerous one, physically, emotionally, or, or mentally, sometimes we still have a sense of safety in that for some reason. This is because as humans, we change and and newness always brings with it a sense of challenge, stretching, 
stretchiness and and the unknown. But in the past, we find comfort because we know all that we are we're dealing with. It was familiar enough. It was difficult. Now that sounds strange, I I know, but I've seen time and time again, uh, people will go back into abusive homes. I have people in my own family that have done this. Go back into an abusive situation and, and come out of it time and time again and still go back into it. Years later, when they're in their, oh my gosh, 60s, their mid-60s, still going back into those abusive situations manipulative situations, immoral lifestyles, just because what? It's familiar and provides false sense of security. I, I kind of find comfort and encouragement from the story of the Exodus. Well, you know, it, it may have ended tragically for many. It, it serves as wisdom to us who study their lives and learn from their mistakes. Otherwise, we cry out to God to save us from our situations. But truthfully, we want the, the saving on our terms. We want it on our terms, on our thoughts, on what we think is best and not His, which totally breeds disappointments. And that causes us to look back. So if only we could come to a place in our lives where we believe, where we believe God's plan is better than our own, it would be so much better for us to step into the new start, right? The Israelites, they wanted to come out of bondage, but they didn't trust God. And then then they longed to go back to Egypt for the false sense of security that it provided to them. We can see so much of it right there in that story. So they didn't see the wilderness as temporary or that God was with them in the coming out. All they could think about was what they had wanted, what they had when they were in bondage. All they could think back about is they had food when they were in bondage. They uh, they went through different things when they came out of bondage where they had to trust God. And, and we do too. We do too, for sure. So it's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking to see so many people live their lives and they're just uh, living it out in the past. So that can't be changed and, and turning their backs on a, a great future if they would turn their backs on a great future that can change we all know that it's possible to be ineffective you can't be in two places simultaneously and the only person who could accomplish that is God you can't live in the past and live in the present also think about it you can't live in the past and live in the present fully also so we can never give 100% of ourselves in the in the to the present if we keep dwelling on the past we got to cut it off 
and God can help us do that. Our potential will never reach its maximum capacity. Future goals get delayed. Insecurity and fear will dominate. The flesh will rule and life will become one heap of a bunch of complaining. There's a lot at stake to remain and truthfully your life will be unhappy. Let go of the past. Like I said, if you can't or you feel like you can't let go of those thoughts of the past, the Lord can help you with that. The children of Israel, they found themselves in extreme bondage. They cried out to God to deliver them and they uh, and God sent them a deliverer. They experienced first firsthand actually the goodness, the kindness, the protection, and the provision of God he provided. He split the Red Sea, he destroyed their enemies, he he made bitter water sweet, he rained manna from heaven, and he fed them. Their shoes never wore out, their clothes never wore out. He he covered them, moved with them, and, and most of all he loved them, even when they complained. But they couldn't let go of the past. And that blinded them to their what God had for their glorious future. They were eyewitnesses to the promised land flowing with milk and honey. But because they did not uh, rid themselves of, quote, looking back mentality, they saw the giants in the land rather than the, the big God that we serve with them. So the past kept them in fear. And they, they doubted God's plans because of their evil report of the goodness of God. They never made it to the promised land. Is that not a shame? Today the stories told in this uh, is a greater value than silver and gold. It may have been too late for the Israelites in the wilderness... But let me tell you, it's not too late for you. Living in the past is of great detriment to your future. So let me ask you today to leave the past behind. Clear your heart of all the clutter and take hold of the glorious future that God has planned out for you. The past is over and God is all about moving forward. So I want to ask you today, take it all to the cross. Take it back to God. Lay it, the past at his feet and leave it there. And if you have to do it again, do it again. And ask for his help. The past is over. God does want you to move forward. He has a good plan for you. And in saying that... Um, Let's just say, you know what, Holy Spirit, help us to forget the pain associated with the past. And as we visit our past, from now on, let it be for only moments of remembering how you brought me out of bondage. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Amen.